I love the smell of napalm in the morning. You see, we're on a mission from God. Great Scott. You're gonna need a bigger boat. Hasta la vista. Hey, go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. You don't chew big red, then you. Welcome to this episode of the Movies Out Podcast. I'm your host, Tom, joined alongside my fellow zealots, Joe and Paul. How are you guys doing for this episode? Doing great. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic, indeed. This episode is a mega episode, mainly because we're only doing one episode in December instead of two. So we have a ton of movies to get through, including Ford versus Ferrari, Dark Waters, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Jumanji, The Next Level, and our feature presentation is... The one and only Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. I can't wait to hear your takes on those. But before we do that, of course, we do from the cutting room floor. Uh, I have a bunch of stuff. Well, not a bunch. I have some stuff to talk about. I'm sure you guys do, too. The first thing I want to talk about is, Paul, you saw Noel on Disney Plus? Yes, I did. That was awful. Yes, it, it was horrible. That was not good at all. Like, um, nope, the, the not, Netflix not movie that they released last year with Santa Claus with Kurt Russell... Super good movie. If you've ever seen that, I can't remember what the name of it is. Very good movie. This movie, oh my God, the CGI on this was just so bad. It was just so bad. Oh, I was so disappointed in this movie. I think it was designed to be more of a small child movie, I assume. Because uh, it's not even... Yeah, it's not... Eh, it's, it, it was really bad, right? I mean... It was awful. It was an awful movie. Do not ever watch this movie. Anyone. Unless you're a small child. Then maybe you'll like it. I don't even know. I doubt it. But oh man. Speaking of bad things, I also caught uh Six Underground. And that's a Michael Bay directed movie. Straight to Netflix with Ryan Reynolds. Uh, this movie has all the like Ryan Reynolds is really typecast at this point as being Deadpool, right? I mean Every movie yeah. he does now, he just does that deadpan. Hey, I don't know. Wait, he says it. wait, wait, wait! Are you are you about to to dis- besmirch Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna. I don't I think I'll stand around for it because I, I think he's having I, Bruce I Willis seen, pick his roles. I have not seen this movie, and now that you, you say it's bad, I, I, I will not see well, it. I mean, it does I, not exist. I don't think it's bad as much as it's not. It's just him as Deadpool. <laughs> it's just him being. Well, it's not even that. They they throw in. Like, the writers were not the writers for Deadpool. No, no, no. They no, threw no, in yeah. like two Deadpool moments in the entire movie, and they completely fall, fall flat because they're not good. Yes. Now, I, what I will it say... It wasn't actually witty, right? What I will <laughs> say about this is the action sequences, amazing. I mean, I would almost watch this movie just to watch the action sequences. They were so good, so realistic. It's... I mean, for Michael Bay, it's amazing because usually it's just flash. You can't see anything. It's all blur. But this, I, I, I was like, when I was watching some of these sequences, I was like, I was like, wow, this is pretty awesome. The way that they're showing everything. And it's just, it looks so real. Like a car would flip over and like, and bodies would like come out of the windshield. Like just little things that normal movies they wouldn't do. But it just seems so much more realistic. And I was impressed highly with the action sequences. Well, because I think I think with this movie, the biggest thing is if you just picture in your mind what's a Michael Bay movie, yeah, <laughs> and then you picture the the average movie quality of what's a Netflix movie, yeah, yeah, and combine the two, you get exactly this film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I can't say, like I said, I try to watch it twice, and and it's not against the film as much as oh. I try to watch it in bed, so I go to sleep, I fall asleep. The second time, I started watching it, 
and then I fell asleep in the middle, and I woke up and watched the end. And I don't really feel like I need to go back and watch the middle part. <laughs> I just, it's just, it's not bad as much as it's just not interesting. Like it looks like it's a cheaply done, like a poorly done Deadpool sequel. That doesn't really make much sense. Like the fact that this guy is a billionaire and he fakes his own death. Why go through the trouble? You're a billionaire. First of all, he, yeah, how did he, he get all this money? Personally fight the crime. How did he get all this money? Right. I mean, I mean, how did he died? So he'd have to leave it his estate to something. Then it seems like a lot of work to go through the trouble of getting access to this money. Second of all, they never discuss how he got these skills. I mean, he's a billionaire. How did he get these skill? All these <laughs> these fighting skills. Yeah, it just seems very well, and then they never did anything with the entire premise, right? Well, they like they there's like oh, there's thirteen things I want to take care of, and if my assumption is after watching it is they only took care of the one, right? So it's setting yeah, they up. They spent for the entire movie talking about overthrowing some random dictator in yes. Eastern Europe. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. So now it's set up that they could have twelve more sequels if <laughs> they so chose or some. I don't know. Yeah, I just it wasn't inter- I mean, it just wasn't interesting enough for me to go back and rewatch it at all i just i don't know yeah just not uh not very pleased with that movie at all but i mean i've seen worse it's better than noel i'll tell you that i'll watch this again over noel for sure <laughs> also joe i don't know if you noticed uh, not that it matters to you well first of all the first thing does but uh the new season of magicians is on netflix so i can now watch that but also is that season four yeah the latest also i hate to tell you buddy there's commercials mm-hmm. January 15th. A new season of Magicians is coming out starting January. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> it's back, baby. <laughs> oh, With a vengeance. Ruin it. Uh, I don't, yeah. Watch I, don't know. Se- I recommend watch season four. Yeah. It was. Oh, I'm, I totally plan to. I love it. It ended perfectly. I mean, yep. it literally perfectly ended. That's the what show. you say. Yep. But it's back. And, and then they're bringing it back. Oh, Aww. yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> now, Paul, did you finish the Mandalorian? I'm still on episode two. Yeah. Do you want to know how it ends? Uh, I can go ahead and tell you. That. <laughs> no, but I did see like a meme or something where they have the guy's head off, or not his head, but his helmet. So you actually see his face. Does that actually yeah. occur in this show? So there you go. Yeah. Yes, it does. See, you get to see him. Yeah. I've not. Uh, I have to. I think there's what seven episodes, eight episodes total. Uh, eight. Yeah. I've already, I'm two in, so I only need to see six. So. I think I'm gonna bust those. I out. saw an ad for the Mandalorian before Star Wars. I had an ad. All right. And yeah. question: This this is is the is the character a bounty hunter? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Is this a race of bounty hunters that there's only bounty hunters on an entire planet with no economy except bounty hunting? Uh, no. Right. I mean, no. That's just I one mean, of many. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a job. Yeah. Okay, Boba Fett's the bounty hunter. It's like, oh God, come up with an idea. Well, you don't want a oh, brand new job. And it's too derivative of, of, of well, Boba Fett, yes. It, it, it's a bit weird. No, no one explains, was Boba Fett a uh, Mandalorian or no? I mean, I don't know. He wore the hat, right? Yeah, <laughs> and his his father, Django, I don't know if he was a, a, a bounty hunter or not. I, I mean, know. he was a Mandalorian. Was he? Yeah, I mean, they were Mandalorians. Or? I think from watching the Clone Wars with my kids, that they were confirmed to be Mandalorian. Oh, interesting. Okay, now, there you go. I don't know. But come on, you know, they, they could, if you wanted to show about a bounty hunter, fine. You want to show about Mandalorians, fine. But does everyone need to do the exact same thing they did in the original trilogy? Of course. Well, that's what really? works, dude. 
yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It makes you money. Yeah. Yeah. That's, they're in business to make money. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Not to be just artistic. completely bereft of anything that might be new. Yeah. New is different and it's untested. Just do something that's already been wow. done. It makes a lot of money. And we'll make money. <laughs> this is an uh, this is an ominous. Uh, an, <laughs> I, I have this ominous feeling about the review <laughs> of Rise of oh. Just an ominous kind of dread. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> that, that's all I have for from the cutting room floor. What do you guys have, Paul? You said you started can, watching. Can you the Witcher. Yes, I have. I've been watching uh, The Witcher. Um, it's a little distracting because I you keep seeing Superman, right? I don't know. Every time he, he cuts to him, it's like. His hair shouldn't be white. It should be dark because he's Superman. This but, is based um, on the video game. Yes, the Witcher video game. Yes, and I have not. Okay, well, here's the other thing. So I, I have not played. The, well, okay. There's three of them. <laughs> yes, three, three, three yep. video games. And uh, my brother last Christmas bought me um, the third one. Okay. And I played about 45 minutes of it, which kind of uh, a little bit of a spoiler for for the series <laughs> but i only played like a half hour of it but then i'm like oh i know what's gonna happen <laughs> right uh, I mean, just because you know where yeah we're you know by three where that he's gone to but but yeah yeah i so i don't know how faithful it is to the and in fact i thought well if i watch the series maybe i'll actually play the game it looks like a really good game i just never i played it for a half hour and was like uh can't get into it yeah yeah you know and I'm, I'm not interested in these characters and so maybe now that yeah, yeah, I don't know, maybe now it, it was definitely interesting. It, it was good. It was good. Other than like I said, having Henry Cavell as the, as the Witcher kind of, I don't know. I, I, I I've I've stir, I've cast him in my mind as Superman, and it's hard to see him as anything else. But oh well. Well, soon he'll be the Witcher for you, and no longer Superman if you keep watching. So all right. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll watch it. Probably not. But there you go. It was pretty good. Yeah, I'll tell you, pretty good. There's too much pretty good though. That's the problem. There's a lot of. I, I agree. Agreed. Yeah. There's a lot of pretty good. Yeah, so it's just too much. But there you go. Anything else? Uh, well, we talked about finishing the Mandalorian. Of course, not much to say there because you guys haven't. Yeah. Some some people are slacking on that on that show. Um, <laughs> That's me. I don't want to mention names. <laughs> Um, Wait a second, Joe doesn't even not giving Joe, it enough respect to watch it. Joe doesn't even have yeah. Disney Plus, so come on, give me a break. <laughs> but you're a Disney fanboy. I fully expected. I expected uh, you to see it. You know, there's so much. Anyway, though. watch so ev- much. everything. Everything that's on. The problem is, Disney, I, Plus. Disney Plus does not work for the way I watch TV shows. The whole wait a week, release every week. I don't watch it that way. In a week's time, I get over it and I will start watching something else or I do something That's else. awful. Yeah, Tom wants to sit down in front of a television, yes. grow out his fingernails to ridiculous proportions and yep. see a whole show. But over a weekend, have, I watch it all. If you only have one really important show on there, if you released all of them, people would cancel their membership after they watched the one show. Yes. Which I think DC, DC Universe learned, right? Yeah. The first episode of Titans, they released all the whole thing right away. And then yeah. they started doing it one at a time because they realized everybody canceled as soon as they were done binge watching the shows. Well, now that and they're then, all out, I will sit down and watch it like it should be watched in one setting. <laughs> <laughs> in one setting without a shower. That's... <laughs> yeah, so I will get back to it now that it's out. But otherwise, oh, okay, it, all right, all right. It's just not my style. I I, I get distracted too easily, and I I don't go back. 
So, yep. All right, Joe, what do you have? Anything? Uh, not to, actually, the one the one I've been meaning to get to, but didn't. I've uh, marriage story. I'm very interested in. One. Oh yeah, that's uh, what's his face. Uh, uh, Adam Driver. Yeah, and Adam Scarlett Driver. Johansson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. I, I was excited thing. about that, and we were going to watch it the other day, and then got distracted, and I don't have a review for it this show. Um. Uh, well, maybe not. But uh, otherwise, we've been watching. Uh, we're on towards the end of season seven of uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ah, yes, you're re- you're rewatching it. Yes. Yes. Oh, really? It is a fantastic show. It actually, I mean, for someone who has 90s nostalgia, uh, it holds up pretty well. It does great. CGI is terrible, but eh, there's not a whole lot of that. Well, there you huh? go. I've never seen it. So one of these days, maybe, if uh, people stop making You've new You've never seen TV. it at all? Nope. Really? Yep, never seen it. I think you would enjoy the 90s of it. I think Trish would really like a lot of the a lot of the humor. There's a ton of callbacks. Yeah, there's so much that we have to watch. So yeah, and er- and Ernie really has a thing for what's his name, you know, Angel or whatever, you know. No, got no no clue. Oh, David Boreanaz? Is that, is that his name? He, yeah. He's been on everything, and he, he watches everything he's on. Except I don't think he watched Buffy, ironically enough. But huh. or or Angel, the and the short lived right. He has short lived spinoff, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this he is did. The, There's like four the, seasons. The good looking dude. Yeah, David Morianas. Oh, yes, but he's a good looking dude. I'll, I'll give yeah, you. Okay. I'll give you that. Yeah. I guess. More of a Spike fan. That's oh, a James Marsters. He was I a agree. better vampire for Buffy. Yeah, he was. He had more personality, much more. Yeah, and better abs. Oh, really? I, okay. All right. I don't wow. remember. <laughs> this episode's taking a turn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna step away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Well, we're here to talk about Top Gun, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't have any interest in Top Gun. I don't know. The oh, uh, I guess. Oh, that's right. They're making that new one, aren't they? Oh, you, you, didn't, you didn't get the preview? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't seen the preview. Yeah, oh, it's all right. I I'll yeah. watch it just because you know I like. Now Black Black Widow looks like it might be good. I don't know. Yeah, that looks good too. Yeah. Well, had they not killed her already, right? Well, this yeah, is you kind of know how the story ends, don't you? I mean, this my my whole past. excitement for the MCU. I think that they, I mean they did awesome. The Avengers was amazing, and I loved it. And then I'm just like, it feels like they finished. Yeah, well, they did. I, I, they I, have I, to yeah. restart another saga. So just hold on, it will begin again, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Well, All right, Venom two, Venom two. I'm excited for it too. I don't know. I don't know any of the storyline. Do you? No, but I heard Holland might be in it. Right? Oh, yeah, I heard in. that he might uh, cameo in it. Oh, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. Now that we have different, uh, you know, universes or whatever they call it, you could just do whatever yeah. you want, really. Multi- multiverse. Multiverse, right? yes. There it is, the multiverse. I just watched Chronicles. Multipass. Chronicles of Riddick was on cable, and I was just watching that, and they have a... It's not multiverse. What's there? The... <laughs> the... Uh, hmm, something-verse. Yeah, damn it. But they like a Riddick verse or what? What do they call yeah, it? I don't know what it's called, but yeah, the the Eververse. I don't know what it's called, but yeah, that's weird. But there you go. All right, let's get right into the reviews because, like I said, we have five movies to review, so let's get right into it. The first is Ford versus Ferrari, released November fifteenth, two thousand nineteen, rated PG thirteen, run time two hours thirty two minutes, starring Matt Damon, Christian Bale, and John Bernthal. Description: American car designer. 
Carol Shelby and driver Ken Miles battle corporate interference, the laws of physics, and their own personal demons to build a revolutionary race car for Ford and challenge Ferrari at the 24 Hours of Le Mans in 1966. IMDb gives it an 8.3 out of 10. Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes critics give it a 92%, while the audience gives it 98%. This is highly rated movie. Box office budget $97 million. And the worldwide gross, as of probably about a week ago, was $186 million. Notes of interest. Matt Damon and Christian Bale agreed that the brawl between their respective characters was the most fun scene to film. <laughs> it was so, oh man, it was so good. Uh, both have experience with extensively choreographed fight scenes that take weeks to learn, so it was a positive change that they only had to rehearse the brawl for 20 minutes <laughs> and, and weren't required look to look lethal while doing it. It is so good. These two guys, one's what? One was Batman and the other one's uh, Jason Bourne. Bourne. You yeah. should see these two fight in this fight scene. It looked like two old ladies. <laughs> it was absolutely one of the best scenes in the movie. It was so funny watching these two get into a fisticuffs. <laughs> it was so pathetic. They're like giving titty twisters and stuff. <laughs> oh, so funny. According to Matt Damon, Christian Bale had to lose 70 pounds before filming began. Bell had previously gained a lot of weight for his role as, in Vice and had about seven months to lose it all and then some to play the lean race car driver, Ken Miles. Damon inquired of Bell how he managed to lose all the weight, to which Bell replied that he simply didn't eat. Damon said he was impressed by Bell's monk-like discipline. Uh, this movie was formally titled Go Like Hell, and Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt were considered for the roles. I'd watch that movie too. Uh, I'm a many, many people don't like Tom Cruise. I'm a big fan, and I love Brad Pitt. So there you go. I'd watch that movie. This movie, uh, no one else saw this movie. Is that correct? Just me? No, but a movie with Tom, Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. Didn't they already do that? Sorry. Go ahead. Mm, did they? What? What was it? Interview with a Vampire? No. Oh come on, come come on, on. man. That was like in the eighties. Uh, oh, okay. That was a long, long time ago. This movie was. Fantastic. Now, I don't know anything about the history of this, uh, what what happened. So for me, it was really good because uh, it was also a learning experience of uh, what actually occurred. And, oh, man, it, it was a really good movie. Two, two and a half hours, but it was worth watching. It was so good. And, and the, Matt Damon and Kristen Bell were both fantastic to watch. I mean, everyone. I mean, it was cast perfectly. So this movie was super fun. Uh, Definitely a first-run movie. Joe, I know you were interested in seeing it at some point. Uh, if you still can, uh, go out, check it out. It's it's worth your time to uh, sit through this one. Well, I know they've sent out the screener, so I'm excited uh, about that. Well, I know. You know, I'm, I'm part of the Academy. Yes, yeah, you and... make you vote, so. <laughs> <laughs> I get the screeners. All right, well, you know, <laughs> check this one out. It is uh, is. It's a really, really good movie. Like I said, the fight scene was uh, <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> it was so pathetic. Oh. <laughs> now, how how much is uh, John Bernthal in it? I'd like to see The Punisher. Uh, he's he's a supporting cast. He's luckily for you, uh, he works for Ford, a Ford Motor Company, and uh, he's actually the one redeeming character <laughs> in the Ford the Ford uh, Motor Company. You know, Ford totally. Uh, distance themselves from this movie once they figured out once they found out that they weren't really <laughs> shined upon portrayed well yeah. <laughs> yeah they kind of dick over um uh ken miles at the end uh, court, like, i mean i don't know how much it's fact and how much they you know creative license but uh uh it's, it was a really good movie 
satisfying to watch. Um, <laughs> yeah, you want to check this one out, Joe. If you uh, if the Academy sends you this, by all means, throw it in your DVD oh, nice. player. <laughs> yes, I have one just for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I had someone in our neighborhood. I belong to a uh, a, a a neighborhood. You know a community if you will you belong to a community <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> Holy cow. Tom's, wow. Tom's Congrats- doing this on a podcast <laughs> i'm talking about a housing uh thing and uh, somebody the other day uh, on the facebook they have their own facebook page they asked if somebody anyone had a vcr that they could have <laughs> like who the heck? What what do you have that you VCR, need a VCR? <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if I have a TV in my house that I could hook a VCR up to at this point. <laughs> right? What would you do with it? Oh, yeah, we man. were we were uh, we were painting our living room and we were moving all the furniture out and there was an old TV stand. There was a you know a coffee table ish type thing and we ha- and it was heavy. <laughs> so when we went to move it to paint the walls, opened up, looked inside it. I found an old Blu-ray player. Wow, Blu-ray player. At least that's current. That's good. <laughs> kind of. I and mean, we threw it away because we had no idea what to do with it. <laughs> wow. Jeez. All right. Yeah. Let, let me let me keep 12 pounds of electronic garbage under me, underneath the stand. <laughs> and... uh, yeah. When you get that screener, you'll be sorry because now you can't play it. <laughs> yeah. Now I can't watch it. <laughs> All right. Let's get right into Dark Waters. Released December 6, 2019. Rated PG-13. Runtime, two hours, six minutes. Starring... Anne Hathaway, Mark Ruffalo, and Tim Robbins. Description. A corporate defense attorney takes on an environmental lawsuit against a chemical company that exposes a lengthy history of pollution. IMDb gives a 7.6 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics give it a 92%, while the audience gives it a 95%. So you can see the last two movies, audience and critics of Rotten Tomatoes really enjoyed both of them. Worldwide gross of this movie, uh, by, probably about a week ago, $9.9 million. Now, I don't know what the budget was, but it doesn't appear to be that much. Notes. This is the true story of Robert Bellot's real-life battle against DuPont. Uh, so this movie was a little long, but it was really good. Again, this is another movie that has is based on, you know, history. So it, uh, it's a history lesson, just like <laughs> Ford versus Ferrari. If you don't know the history, it's a good movie to watch because it's fascinating to watch all <laughs> what's going on with the DuPont company and how they make their Teflon. It's all based on that. Yeah, I heard all about this. I heard it was really good. And I was just always wondering if it was a sequel to Aaron Brockovich. Uh, yeah, kind of. Well, I mean, Aaron Brockovich is what is it? Was that a fictional? No, no, that was all. That was based on real. Story. No, no, that was that was based on a real story, too. What was the story? It wasn't DuPont, right? Was um, no, it wasn't company. DuPont. Uh, Aaron Brockovich was she, what? She was a paralegal that worked for uh, some some company was poisoning an entire town. Yeah, well, the same thing. Yes. But this is a different company. <laughs> Sadly, both stories are true. <laughs> it would be nice if they were made up, right? <laughs> yeah, there's an, you can make an entire this series of movies yeah. about American nope. Corporation poisoning <laughs> yeah. entire towns. Yeah. They could make a TV. Yeah, Netflix could have a 10-episode series on this. <laughs> yeah. And have many seasons Oh, great. The reality verse. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> We have to live in the universe of <laughs> just corporate poisoning. <laughs> but it's a very interesting story because this guy, you know, he he was a defense attorney for the big comp- these big companies <laughs> against. It. So he's he did the exact opposite, fighting for this this town. It was yeah, it felt a little long, uh, but all in all, very good movie. And again, it's based on a true story, so it's always yeah. it's always gives it a plus. 
So uh, did you ever see Thank You for Smoking? No. That's one of the ones I did want to see. Because I like that dude who stars in that. Does he, he play Punisher? Yeah. Was he one? He played Punisher, didn't he? He was Harvey Dent. He was Harvey. Oh, Dent. oh yeah, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was. It was really good watching them. Watching him play the lobbyist for the tobacco company. It was pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the ones that I have on my list. That uh, if I get to catch it, I will. All right. Next on the list, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. That's right. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. Released November twenty second, two thousand nineteen. Rated PG. Runtime one hour forty nine minutes. Starring Tom Hanks, Matthew Rise, and Chris Cooper. Description: Based on a true story of a real life friendship between Fred Rogers and journalist Tom Junod. IMDb gives it a seven point nine out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes critics give it a ninety five percent, while the audience gives it a ninety one percent. Again, another highly uh, <laughs> rated movie. Box office budgets twenty five million. Worldwide gross as of a couple weeks ago fifty two million. Notes, days before the film premiered, Ancestry confirmed that Tom Hanks and Fred Rogers are actually sixth cousins. Now, is that really something, is that really a big deal? Once you go into like five, six, I mean, I mean, basically everybody's related to everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. well, that depends, I guess. How, I mean, yeah, depending uh, on how deep you yeah, go. Yeah, not a huge deal. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think that's that big a deal. Yeah, sixth cousin is pretty far away. Yeah, and on, on, on Ancestry, I think I have like, I have like 600 fifth and sixth cousins yeah and uh ernie has six thousand yeah i bet you if you guys did that you'd be some type of cousin together i bet you everybody you should we should do that with all our spouses and see how closely related oh, we wow are. Yeah. How close? <laughs> wow well it was easy i grew up with mine so. <laughs> sister yeah wife. At least my spouse is from a completely different part of the country at least ethnically right was born in a no, different part true. of the country so uh Maybe. probably less likely but yeah, we'll see. Probably seventh cousin. We'll see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or should I say, uh, was that siete cousin? <laughs> is that seven? Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, yeah. Oh, right. shoot. I got it right. <laughs> Look at that. Tom flexing his uh, oh, my. multiculturalism. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, my thoughts. That's all the notes I have. Uh, this movie, so <laughs> I started watching this movie, and it opens up and like this is very dry. I, I don't. Me- I, I remember watching Mister Rogers back in the day when I was a very small child, and this is very. He's very slow. Like it's a very like everything he says is very deliberate, very slow. I mean, I started watching it, and they basically they do like an opening of an episode. And I was like, oh man, this is not going to be good. But then it cuts away, and this story isn't isn't actually a biopic of Fred Rogers. Right. It's one of those things like, like Julia and Julia, where you don't have enough biopic for the, the, the subject. So you, instead you make it about somebody else, right? Yeah. It's and about this reporter them. who, this yeah. true story of this reporter who's kind of, you know, very, he's very rough and, uh, not liked very much and uh, how he and Fred become friends and, uh, he helps change his life again. I don't know how true that is, but, uh, it was really good. It was. I was actually after the first five minutes of being like, Oof, I think I may have to leave. Ten minutes in, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm watching this movie through. Uh, this is good. So it was a very good. It was really well done. Uh, Tom Hanks did a really good job being Fred Rogers. He does. Uh, I think I saw somewhere in the notes that this is like the seventh time he portrayed a actual person. So yeah, he does. He does a lot of <laughs> this type of work. But it was it was really well done, and I like the way they did it. Um, you know, 
in Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, they have the fake, like that faux city, that little city that you see from above. The and neighborhood of make-believe? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go, Joe. And uh, as they did their transitions between scenes, they basically used that to say, oh, look, now we're in New York City, and they show a faux New York City and stuff like that. So it was really cool the way that they did transitions in that. Oh, no, that's not the neighborhood of make-believe. That was that. I remember this city now. Yeah, they show the town. It's just been a while yeah. since well, I've yeah, watched yeah. Mr. <laughs> yeah. Rogers. Yeah, and apparently Fred Rogers did the voices of all the puppets. I don't know if I realized that. Really? You didn't realize that? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I was very small, Paul. I, uh, no, even as a small child, I was like, that's obviously him just doing it. All right. Well, I, yeah, well, you know, I, I don't know why he's just hiring <laughs> professional voice actors for this. But... <laughs> Yeah, Jim Henson, he was not. Let's just like the little. Aww. Remember the little, the little wow. king. All he could do was it was like yeah, was, his little oh, arms. Yeah. No, remember, Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he he may have meant well, but it was it was bad, really. I mean, compared to today's standards, oh, it's for little kids. Of, yeah. An episode of Mister Rogers is is pretty horrible now. I mean, really. Yeah, it's no Jurassic Park. We get it, Paul. Jeez. <laughs> a little rough, but... It was uh. the 70s, Paul. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Free I, love, I just, man. <laughs> I, I, I just never... I remember as a kid thinking, this is just pathetic. But anyway. You, you only put up with it because the electric company was coming on right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I never gave a, my review or my rating for Dark Waters. I'd say that was the second run only because... It was a very good movie, but it was one of those movies that you would you would not re. I don't think I'd ever rewatch it because now I know the story. So it was very entertaining to learn what was going on and what happened with Dupont and all that stuff. But due to its length, uh, I don't think I'd rewatch it again. So I'd say second run on that one. It, it's it's still a very good movie, very well done. I enjoyed it, but but beautiful day in the neighborhood, very well done as well. Uh, I liked <laughs> I liked I really liked this movie, and they make Fred Rogers out to be like a complete saint, like. There is no darkness for this guy at all uh, in this movie. So I don't know how true that is, but uh, apparently he was like that from everything. I understand that's just who Fred Rogers was. Yeah. 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 That's what I, I hear. I guess. I don't know. Ed. I, I suppose so. But uh, like I said, it was really well done. And again, I would say this would be a second run as well, uh, mainly because as much as I enjoy the movie again, eh, I don't think I'd rewatch it. You know, someone once criticized me for giving everything a second run. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Well, you know, when it deserves a second run, yeah, that's fine. (laughs) All right, let's get into our... Oh, go ahead, Paul. Joe. No, I was just going to make a joke about Paul being too cheap to go to a first-run movie, but... (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That That is is true. true. (laughs) I was like, I probably shouldn't say that. (laughs) Yeah. Nope, nope. Well warranted. No, there's definitely, yeah, definitely truth there. I, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you just cut this out, Tom, and he won't hear it. And all be cool. <laughs> I'm just going to loop it through the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get right into our last movie before our feature presentation. In that, and you guys all saw this one Jumanji, the next level. Tagline, next level. Oh, I have the tagline because originally this was supposed to be the feature presentation then we combine the two episodes <laughs> together <laughs> so i may have additional information on this one than uh, i normally would uh released 
December 13th, 2019, rated PG-13, runtime 2 hours, 3 minutes, starring Karen Gillian, Marin Hinkle, Dwayne Johnson. Of course, then you have Jack Black, Kevin Hart, Dan DeVito. Description, in Jumanji, the next level, the gang is back, but the game has changed. As they return to rescue one of their own, the players will have to brave parts unknown from arid deserts to snowy mountains to escape the world's most dangerous game. Rotten Tomatoes critics give it a 68 and the audience gives it an 87. Box office budget is $125 million. Opening weekend, it made $59 million. And worldwide gross, as of a couple, like last week, was $211 million. I only have one note for this movie, and it is this film connects to Jumanji, 1995, as B.B. Newworth reprises her role as Nora, although the character presumably does not recall the events of the original film. I don't remember that at all. Now, I, I like B.B. because she was, uh, <laughs> back in the day, she was on Cheers, so I like to see her and stuff, but I don't remember her being in, the, well, I don't remember the original Jumanji in the least. I don't remember her being in it. Uh, yeah, right, well. She wasn't yeah. the, the female. The female was uh, someone else, right? I mean, it was de- definitely. Or yeah. it was was she the the girl when she grew up, maybe, and that's why we don't recognize her? Is that what it is? I have no uh, idea. I don't think so. Yeah, um, I, I, don't know. I don't know. Okay, so this movie, my thoughts, definitely not as good as the first, well, I guess technically the third? Whatever. The, the, well, the remake. The yeah. reboot. Yeah, it's so not as first, good. It was rebooted, right? Uh, no, not really, because it the original is oh, that's right. It's, so it's not really a reboot as much as it's a continuation. Yeah, so it's let's say this is anymore. three, and th- th- then people throw in Zathora. They throw that into the mix. So yeah, uh, but that's not that's not even supposed to be the same universe, right? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, it, J- the Jumanji, the last one, Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle. I think that was the name of it. It's not as good as that one. In fact, The Rock's accent bothered me immensely during this movie. The fact that he was doing that New York, like, eh, eh, like oh man, or yeah, the Rock doing his Danny DeVito impression. Yeah, uh, that that uh, that bugged me to no end. I <laughs> just, huh, huh? Is this a video game? How many times can you say that? I, I, we get it. <laughs> he's Danny DeVito. He's an old person. Uh, yeah, that, that bugged me. I thought it was funny that Kevin Hart's big dramatic scene. He's a horse. <laughs> the one time he gets like, I'm going to stay behind because, you know, <laughs> he's just a horse. And he doesn't say anything. <laughs> the only meat in the whole film that he gets to actually do something that's actual actor worthy. <laughs> he's just a horse and he doesn't talk. <laughs> uh, you mean Danny, right? No, what? it was uh, Kevin Hart. He's the one that stayed. Well, well, Kevin Hart would have said it. It was uh, Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Thank you. It would have been Danny Glover, his character, but Kevin Hart played him. Yes. So Kevin Hart would have been the one saying, I'm going to stay behind, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he couldn't say it because he was a horse. Oh, uh, okay. Right. <laughs> I was expecting Danny DeVito to stay to stay with him. Yeah. Too. But then he's a horse, though, so they can't talk. So what's the point? I don't, why didn't they go back to that pool, trade bodies with, like, The Rock, and then stay behind? Yes. Yeah, that makes more sense. <clears throat> one be The Rock. Danny DeVito and The Rock were, or in, uh, you know, Danny DeVito and... Uh, Glover, we're going to go to that thing and take the two good bodies. Now, let me tell you something. Now, if if it was me, and I'd be like, we'd go back to the pool and be like, all right, I'm going to be The Rock. Uh, Kevin Hart, why don't you be that hot chick? Yeah, you be Karen <laughs> Jillian. <laughs> now, Paul, you may have different <laughs> thoughts. Wow. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd be like... I'm, I'm... Because they have the pool, right? So they could switch hypothetically. They could put any any configuration they wanted. 
<laughs> and then just stayed there and but you would you know it'd be weird yes because you know it was your buddy but <laughs> you know being that island or that world for the rest of your life would you die oh, i guess when your wow, body okay. would die you would I'm die not gonna too, be stuck right? with the horse right wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know i <laughs> that'd be very awkward at first the first hundred years but no if your body died in the in the real world you would die in the game and I, I assume or you just a digital digital imprint no because you're gone in the I don't or you're now in the game because you're gone from the real world right well either way yeah i don't know how that works but uh yeah <laughs> well if i ever get sucked into jumanji tom i'll try to send a message back to you to tell you how it works yeah please i need to know uh uh but yeah i don't know i mean it was all right it everyone else I talk to seems to enjoy this movie more than me. So I don't know if it was just my mood that day or I expected something. I mean, it's the, real, honestly, The Rock doing his, eh, eh, that just, that was not mine. Well, I, I think, I mean, I had fun. It was a fun show, but I mean, there was nothing new in it. There was nothing interesting. It was just like, okay, it, it was this, just the continuation of the exact same movie with nothing. They did it. They added nothing to it. So. And, and, in, and in fact, the little twist at the end of the, the of the first two Jumanjis, right, where the, the one guy goes back in time and all goes back to the time when he started the game, right? That that didn't even exist on this one because it would have been too clever to, to think of, of it, right? I mean... Yeah, they basically threw grumpy old men into the Jumanji, and yeah. this is what you get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was it was fun, but don't go in expecting anything. Yeah, it's it seemed really it was more of the same. It could have just been another extension of the of the of the second one, right? Which I guess is good. Did you really expect anything deep? And I I don't think so, right? I mean, I mean, I, it's definitely a probably I'd probably watch it on TV. All right, or so, st maybe stream it, but yeah, I, I say stream. It's, it's, not, it's just nothing great. It's it's nothing great, but it's but it's what you expect. Yeah, I mean, if you enjoy the first one, this you, you is... get what you buy. You get what you pay for, right? I mean, that's, yeah, you know. it's much the same. So, what do you give it, Paul? Stream or TV? Uh let's go with let's go stream. All Stream's right. fine. Yeah, stream it is. Joe, what say you? I agree. Stream. Just please don't make another one. We're three streams. Don't yeah, cross them. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. All right, I think uh, I think we're ready. We are ready for the feature presentation. And now our feature presentation. This episode's feature presentation is Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Tagline: No one's ever really gone. Released. December 20th, 2019. Director J.J. Abrams. You may know him from Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens, Star Trek Into Darkness, Super 8, and Mission Impossible 3. Rating PG-13. Runtime 2 hours and 22 minutes. Starring Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley, and so many more. Description. The surviving resistance faces the First Order once more in the final chapter of the Skywalker saga. IMDb gives a 7.2. Oh, out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics give it a 55%, while the audience gives it 86%. Box office budget, $200 million. Worldwide gross, as of, again, probably a week or two ago, so it's probably double that. $376 million. Notes. I only have one note in this. There are, now, there are a ton of worthless, uh, not very interesting notes for this movie in IMDb, so if you're interested in knowing more about this, please, by all means, go there. Go there. There's a ton, but there's the only thing I have found interesting in it, and it's not even that interesting. As a Star Wars tradition, someone is or something ha always has a bad feeling about this. This time, it's Lando. So, there you go. 
That's all I have. Uh, and the only other note I have is lesbian kiss. That's for you, Paul. Did you notice? I'm sure you noticed that lesbian kiss, right? Yeah, it, it was very brief, though, yes. That they had to hide in the background to make it as non-offensive as possible. I find it more yeah. offensive that they did it. Like, what? What? That's, they, they threw that in what? just to be, hey, look at us. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, uh, we're, uh, look at how progressive we are. Yeah, we're pro-gay yeah. in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. But, don't, but don't really look at it because yeah. we don't hurt anyone's feelings. Well, and they cut it out of the Hong Kong release, apparently. Oh, really? Was it a Singapore release? I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, boy. Those Singapore's, man. Very small-minded. Don't go there for vacation, Paul. That's what you need <laughs> yeah. to know. Find out where it's cut out. Those countries, don't go there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where do you want to go for vacation? Let me check the Star Wars, see where they cut out. <laughs> the lesbian kiss. <laughs> wow. Uh, but this movie... Now, I-, I will say this. I, out of the three movies, I think I like this the best. I actually enjoy this movie. I like the way it wrapped up. I like that she was all a Jedi and he's all the uh, whatever they are. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very bad with the mm-hmm. naming and stuff of this. But I think you're even Sith is what you're looking for. Yeah, the Sith Lord. Okay, all right, all right. I I thought it was really good. And I had no expectations going into this movie because I heard some bad things about it. But I liked it. I thought this was a uh, good ending to the the series. I like the way they ended everything, you know. And uh, boy, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really have much to say. Maybe when you guys talk. Uh, you'll <laughs> say so, you'll bring something to my mind, but I say for me this is a first run movie all the way. Really? Yes, I <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed this movie for what it was. Can, can we have go, Joe go ahead and savage savage it savage it first, savage and then I, and I'll come back and agree. With you guys that. are wrong. Oh, okay. I know you. Well, I knew you were gonna hate this movie. I knew. I said, yeah, Joe hates. Joe, Joe hates everything. Movie. Well, when, when my when I took my son to see it. And he, he's back on leave. And so I, I, we sat down before the movie, before the trailer. So I'm like, Chris, tell me what's going to happen in this movie. And he literally gave me the entire third act of the movie, including characters. Well, he's already seen it. <laughs> no, he hasn't. Just remembering Jedi. It's literally the entire third act was a copy of Jedi. Again. There was, there was, why, why bother? Why, you know, the, you said you liked it. Why bother? That's the, the three. $376 million. Movie, dollars. Yeah, but the second <laughs> movie, while not at all good. They tried to write a story. This one had no attempt at any I, bit of it. I enjoyed this one more than the second one. So that should tell you that, yeah, why go new, rehash same stuff? Well, they, they went new badly. I mean, you know, not everything new was good. and But at least these guys did nothing new. Um, You know, and they went in, what is it, the, uh, I think they win the new Oscar for most MacGuffins in a movie. <laughs> Because, right, you know, because right. everyone loves loves the adventure where two characters go off to find the MacGuffin. And this one, they're like, hey, let's do that three times. That way we don't <laughs> need to write a second act. Because they just went off to find the thing to, that you, is used to find the thing that'll let them find the other thing to get to the planet. I wonder what this movie would have to be for you to give it a positive review. I, anything I, new. I don't think anything that anything that is so. not starting with the script of Return of the Jedi. Anything that's not Star Wars, <laughs> I think it would have to no, be. No, you can you can be in the Star Wars universe without making it uh, a literal copy of Jedi. But for you, a copy means, oh, we're in space. Oh, we're going to find there's no, evil. it is good versus you, evil. Okay. <laughs> okay. The heroes break into here. And I actually wrote this down. Our heroes, they break into three groups. The Jedi fights the emperor. The crew on the ground 
is makes the space attack happens. The space crew loses a space battle. The emperor opens the roof to show the Jedi the space battle of the the losing. Then the ground crew eventually wins, so the space crew can win. And then Darth Vader comes and kills the emperor and dies trying. It is literally both movies if you replace the word Vader with uh, Adam Driver. Hmm. Again, I think you're just too too cynical. I, it was it was exactly the same film is the problem. Too cynical. Too cynical. Cynical. I, it's this I mean, you <clears throat> you you trash movies for being copies of others all the time, and this was a literal <laughs> copy of Return of the Jedi. It's Star Wars. Of course. I mean is. they they just Yeah, but there's only so much stuff you can do in space. Oh yeah, yeah, with a completely unmapped universe. It, Yes, yeah, your, yes. Your, your opportunities are so limited. Oh, yeah, it'd be unrealistic otherwise. <laughs> I mean, it was just like, it was just, I don't know why they didn't do the thing. Like when they, you know, they, they sat there the whole thing of all the, because they started off all desperate and no one's coming to our aid and everyone hates us. But, you know, and then one person says the galaxy will rise up to save you, right? Yeah. The whole basis for the galaxy is 20 seconds of stormtroopers doing stormtroopery things. Right, they didn't take the time to slow down the movie to show actually why the galaxy hates the emperor or the empire or whatever the first or second order or whatever you've the had, hell it is. Now you've had like eight movies to determine that. By now, everyone no, but knows. this is a but this is a whole new group that wasn't the empire, right? This is the first order, but they didn't show them doing things. They just like said that it would happen and let it happen. But they I mean, know. they went to the planet and they put on, and then then they were the only people wearing robes. And and using that to sneak through one block away from where all the stormtroopers were, right? The stormtroopers are on Main Street, and they're like, ah, let's take second. <laughs> and right. they head up the street for 20 seconds, and they're safe from the bad guys. It's like, build some tension. <sighs> Do something of trying to fit in and going through. I mean, they just put on robes and go one block away from where the action is. Wow. Wow. Huh? I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I just couldn't get into it. I mean, they didn't build... That, you know, they just and, and there's one one note for you that the uh, production designers of Star Wars had to make a brand new keyboard to develop so that they could type control V faster. <laughs> oh, <geez. All> right. <laughs> you know, because that's how you do a space battle now is add more ships. Uh, all right. All right. I'm, I'm blaming it all on Peter Jackson and J.R.R. Tolkien. Wow. They, wow. they built this epic battle and then didn't explain well enough what made the battle epic. Everybody just thought it meant lots of orcs. Did, did did he give it the rating yet? Did he? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I stopped listening about ten minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think Adam Driver and Daisy Ridley should make a movie together because they, they were actually very good together. They were the highlight of the film. Yeah, I, I like the way they uh, they, they have great them. chemistry. Yeah, I and I watch fantastic. it, but I I don't think we should spend any time on Star Wars. All right. So what rating did you give it? I, I don't watch this. Wow, it is don't terrible. watch. You're insane. Because they they're just. It's just the same old rehashed garbage over and over again. Make a new, even a, at least the last one, while it wasn't great, was at least an attempt at a new story. All right. Don't. Well, all right, Paul, you're going to fall somewhere in the middle, I'm sure, right? Let's just oh, no, I loved it. It was the best one. Uh, the best one we've had in a long time. <laughs> I can't uh, yes, tell. I, I, knew, I knew Joe would hate it. It, it, is, it is definitely, <laughs> it's following the same template as Return of the Jedi. Which not was? as much, not as much as the Force Awaken copied A New yes. Hope, but yes, I but agree with yes. that. Yes, I, I can see that it followed the same template. 
kind of what I want, though. I mean, I, yes. want, I want it cheesy melodrama. Yep. I mean, that's what I wanted. I wanted to feel that, you know, as cheesy and maybe unearned as it was, that triumphant, uh, I all Jedi live through me. Yes. You know, yeah, you know. I am and, all the fifth. Uh, I, I am all the Jedi. I, I got yes. a little emotional, even even though we all knew that the, the fleet was going to appear. Yep. I, it, was, it was predictable, but it still kind of got me, you know, right here in the fields. I don't know. Yes. I know people hate this movie. I don't see it. Some people that hate the movie hate it because it, it definitely tried to undo a little of The Last Jedi, right? Yeah. A little bit. Hmm. I, I also I, I agree that I, I think the Empire, the Emperor coming back, I, I, I was all for thinking, my thought was from the beginning that Snoke was just some kind of projection of the Emperor or whatever. I, I remember thinking that in the first one, but I wish they'd actually given more hints to that if that's what they were going to I know they don't plan it. They don't plan any of it. Yeah. <laughs> that's un unfortunate, but you know. Yeah. How did the emperor get out of that Death Star? What yeah, completely there, there's, vaporized, there's no way. right? In, in fact, the, the now the comic book brought him back by just saying that he he was able that he had clones of himself that he could move into, but they didn't show that like that or anything like that. Yeah. No, because um, when that when that Death Star blew up in Jedi, I mean, even the midichlorians were destroyed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, Joe, you are such a nerd. How can you hate it so much and you know all this crap? <laughs> <laughs> that's just ridiculous. I think that's the problem. You're too much of a fan. You want you, you expect too much out of it. Whereas now, I just want a good movie that's gonna you know entertain me. Now, so some advertising concerns. <laughs> um, you know that this is the final until until a few more months after the marketing is no longer needed and there's going to be another one that's pretty much the same. They're just <laughs> going to say, well, this isn't the Star Wars. This isn't the Skywalker yeah. saga. This is the Ray Skywalker saga. I don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she's know, not I, a real uh, Skywalker, so yeah. Uh, it's it's not over, and that, I'm a little cynical there. But I, first run all the way. I mean, I, it's it's been the best the best we've had since uh, Return of the Jedi. I think. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Oh, I thought I was, I was on an island out here. I got some justification. Go but, but Joe, I know Joe doesn't even care for the first one, do they? Yeah, I mean, Joe right? doesn't He's like not, Star Joe can tell you every, period, so every no, I, nuanced I liked, thing about it. I liked Star Wars. I liked Empire. Yeah. Jedi was pretty good. After that, he's I, done. I just... <laughs> but that nothing, nothing... Those were three original stories. I mean, Jedi had problems, but it was still a good movie. Nothing else is new. It's just stuff. I mean, the the prequels were just, hey, let's see how many lightsabers we can cut and paste onto the screen at one time. Last time they brought something new, they brought Jar Jar Binks. So I don't need new. Just give me back what I want, and that's all I want. I don't need their <laughs> come up with new stuff. Now it would have been awesome if they'd showed Jar Jar among the the Sith that have gone before, right? <laughs> if he was in that crowd or that, that yeah. entire crowd behind the emperor was all Jar Jar's oh my oh, god and there, there was at, least, at least Jar Jar was sitting there the Jar Jar Binks yeah, oh yeah it would have been god. no okay oh, maybe freaking hell. So. that's awful jeez <laughs> wow I, ca I can't believe that we got Paul gave it a first one thank god thank you I, I thought I was on my own on this one <laughs> now, and just one thought just when they tried to do like the emotional scenes and stuff like that did the music sound a little too Jurassic Park did you get a feel of Jurassic Park in some of that music? Did John Williams do Jurassic uh, Park too? No, but I do. I always when I, when I hear Star Wars, I always get Superman. I always hear Superman in it. Oh, really? Always. Huh. There's always there's a little bit of out like dun 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 that like that same you sequence. Hear Superman. Huh. That same sequence exists in Star Wars and Superman. 
So I always yeah. hear it. Always. Every time I hear yeah, there it. There were a couple scenes where I'm like, man, that sounds Jurassic Parkish. <laughs> they just hit a couple familiar notes and it's like, well, it's possible. You know, there's only so many notes, uh, you know, that, that you can combine. So, yeah, that's why <laughs> music is a finicky thing. Wow. That's deep. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, all right. Well, that was wonderful. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> That was fantastic. All right. Well, I think this will be the last episode of the year. Uh, the next episode, we're going to have a new game, which I haven't come up with yet. Maybe I'll do some stats from, from 2019. How many movies reviewed? Who? What's our favorite uh, review type? That type of stuff. Because I do keep all that stuff. And uh, obviously, we'll have a movie. I'm not sure what's coming out. If anything worthwhile is even coming out, I know that January is rough for movies. Yeah, we have to do the new uh, Adam Sandler movie as our feature presentation. Uh, no, I think we should do Knives <laughs> Out again. <laughs> do you see yeah, the... do do Doolittle's probably. Oh yeah, hey, that's true. Oh, When's that come out? When's that... No, oh, that dude. looks good. You're oh Joe. Doolittle, really? Yes. No, I, I'm not. I'm yeah. I'm on the fence on it. I, no, but I mean, I, I am a when huge it comes to of, big uh, movies, that's the, the the next one I see really. But Robert Downey Jr. I'm in. I love him. Great actor. So that that well, that, there's nothing that's gonna come close to Doolittle as far as popularity. Bad boys for life, baby. Oh lord. Oh god. <laughs> or or Sonic. I saw the trailer for Sonic. Oh, oh my god. I am not seeing that movie. You're on your own. That looks so terrible. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, like I said, I think uh, we are good to go as far as that goes. Uh, You guys have anything else you want to say before we close out 2019 and prepare for 2020? No, I have spoken. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's all we need to hear then. Well, that will bring this episode to a close then. So thanks again to Paul and Joe for joining me. And until next time for 2019, That's a wrap.